0: I'm Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and I'm always excited about Sunday mornings when we get to come together and just talk about the things of the Lord. As I say, this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and what God is doing in His glorious kingdom, show number 1116 today that's a lot of talking over about 21 years of this radio broadcast have a few rules we don't talk sports politics or doctrine but we do always speak well of one another and it seems to have worked out real real well and i'm excited to have the ministry of the five center back on the broadcast it's been a while since i've had a guest from there. And uh, Miss Patty Tidwell is our new director. And Jeremy, her husband, has come along tonight. Actually, this morning we pre recorded night, but we aired on Sunday morning. So, Miss Patty,
2: welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: Now we've been sitting here. we've already done one show already, even, <laughs> though, even though we didn't record it. We've just been sitting talking, and getting to know one another. And that's one of the, the joys of having done this show all over these years. I get to meet people and people from all different walks of ministry and stuff. And like I say, I've had uh, brother Ryan Sprague on the show mm-hmm. several times over the years, but it's been a while. And I'm sure that people in Tallahassee are somewhat fami- familiar with the ministry, but kind of lay it out for us. What does the Phi Center do?
2: What does the Phi Center do? Wow, that is a big question. Um, so the Phi Center stands for the Pregnancy Help and Information Center. And that's a great title and name, but it really, I think our title would have to be a really long title um, to, to explain everything that we do. One thing that we do is we serve families by protecting life, nurturing families, and uh, promoting sexual wholeness. That's our mission statement. Uh, It started in 1973, uh, or 1974, excuse me, um, as a response to Roe for women, to help women who wanted to parent their babies and help those women. And then it began to morph and grow into what the ministry is today, but Back to your question, um, the basis of what we do is we try to have a holistic approach to a person who walks through our door. And that person can be a mom. It can be a dad. It can be a grandmother if that grandmother has custody of the children. And we serve those families until the youngest uh, child in the family is five years old. Really, And so I think that's... um, one of the things that I love to highlight about the Phi Center and one of the things that I love the most is that at any stage of a woman's pregnancy, or even if she just has a couple of toddlers at home, mm-hmm. until they're the last child or the youngest child in the family is five years old, we're there to support wow. and walk along wow. that family.
0: But how many staff people do you have?
2: Currently, we have seven.
0: Seven. Because I'm just thinking, that's a lot of work. I mean, what, you're, what you've laid out here for us already- I mean, not only just, just dealing with, with them during the time of, of the pregnancy, but you're going beyond that. Right. So how do you manage your time to be able to do all of that?
2: It is a lot of work. We have a great staff. We have a great team, and um, it is a balancing act, of course. But one of the main things that we do is uh, classes. Uh, we do ultrasounds. We do pregnancy testing, um, and those are those critical crisis moments that we attend to for sure. Those are a priority but we also do classes, um, we offer over 100 different classes. Many of them are video-based. It's a Christian organization that has evidence-based classes on a myriad of subjects that have a list of... You know, with me here, but from pregnancy to birth, even classes on budgeting, fatherhood. Wow. Um, there's classes on tantrums or potty training or who really? is a, who is a safe <laughs> person for like sexual abuse prevention. Um, you know what is a family? Those kind of things are so many different topics. And each class, um, they do homework and they earn baby bucks that they receive after class to then go shop in the store and that store is run by donations and by volunteers and um, we have new items or gently used items again up to the age of five we have maternity clothes we have formula and really? food shoes toiletries you name it it's there and
0: all this is happening there in that one building
2: all of this is happening in right. that one building and i I wanted to highlight a couple of other classes that we do beyond these in we do some staff led classes and you ask like how do we do this yeah. <laughs> we make appointments okay. <laughs> we schedule appointments mm-hmm. but we also take walk-ins um, for you know crisis clients or intakes but uh, when they come for class appointments, oftentimes they're in class with other moms. The mm-hmm. kids are welcome right. to come. They don't need childcare because kids are in our building all the time. We have toys that we sanitize, and the kids know exactly where the train table is. That's been a, if <laughs> anybody out there is listening about the Phi Center, they know that train table has been around for a long time. <laughs> and the kids do too. They know exactly where those toys are. And, um, now
0: but, when you say a train table, you're talking about actually yes, got a train. train like choo choo trains.
2: Yeah, like little trains. Is, yeah, it, like a, little train is this
0: table. one of those, like, of those really neat? Train tracks that, that go around, 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 I mean, like,
2: it's um, just handheld trains that they run on the track. Okay, okay. But right. it's a really fun highlight yeah. that okay. the kids like to do when their moms are in class. But some of our staff led classes um, I'm a nurse, um, I have a history of uh, assisting women with breastfeeding. And so we have okay. breastfeeding classes for women even before they deliver the baby, so they'll have a foundation of understanding. So now
0: are you advertising these classes and putting it out to the community? How do they know about the classes when they're going to happen?
2: So we're on social media, and okay. we also do have a follow-up system with our current clients and older clients. We also are on Facebook, or okay. Facebook and Instagram, I mentioned that, social media. Um, and then we have our website as well. Okay. And, so, and
0: uh, you've told us that you're a nurse, and yes, so this this has been your background uh, that brought you here, um, more or
2: less. True, yes. Okay.
0: So, I mean, you you were telling us some of the story about how all of that came about, Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but they were missionaries, and uh, her uh, husband and the two of you, you did all that, and God brought you to Tallahassee to put you in a unique position to take the role of of the leader of the Phi Center. And I just think that's fascinating. He did, So, So, now let's go here to Jeremy for a minute. Now... The story that you all told us, or told me, and I'm kind of relating it here, <laughs> is that you all met in in seminary, right? Yes sir. Okay. yes, sir. so you both have a religious quote background.
1: Okay, that's right. And uh, what do you do, Jeremy? Uh, I do IT actually. Okay. Um, so what I found is I need a nine to five. I need an office to go to. I'm I'm not very self structured. So, the okay. life of a pastor, or the life of a missionary, not very conducive with my personality. All right. Um, and so, yeah, I do IT.
0: So, so you, uh, and what IT is, that's, that's a lot of computer stuff. It is, yes, right. sir. Okay. Now, does that relate over here to the Fast Center at all? I mean-
2: Actually, he's our, um, Our volunteer graphics designer. Uh, Something
0: how somehow Um, another. I just kind of knew that. Yeah, (laughs) I I think it's volunteered. Yeah, that's that's true. true. (laughs) It's very true.
2: We do have a um, we do have an IT consultant that we um, love, and I can do a shout out for him, Vance Rutherford, um, who is also. Amazing. We we use him at FI for our IT purposes. Um, when he's at, um, he has a full-time job and is, is helping us at FI also. Um, Jeremy does help to fill in some gaps, but also uh, helps me with graphics or most anything okay. else I might need. Now, tell me uh,
0: that name again. It, a, but
2: Jeremy's not paid to do he's, yeah. a volunteer. he's a volunteer. Well, we
0: got that
1: impression. Yes. <laughs> but this does highlight an answer to your question earlier. Yeah. You asked, how can seven people do that much work? Uh-huh. Patty has an amazing core of volunteers that ah, they yes. lean heavily yes. on uh, that do a lot of very work. you'd true. have to.
0: From, 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 right, from what you've already described to us, that the Defy Center is doing it. Nope. Seven people couldn't get it done. Nope. Yeah, we, that, that's, that's very that obvious to me from the beginning.
2: And, um, we always need more staff. We yeah. always need yeah. more volunteers. So if there's anyone out there that would love to come and volunteer, I can tell you all the things okay. that we need volunteers for <laughs> <Okay>. as well.
0: <laughs> tell, tell me the what it means, a FI.
2: It stands for Pregnancy Health and Information Center. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Cause you, you told me, you told me uh before we went on the air that it started off with a different name. It, what was it?
2: it? did. Don't quote me, I don't have the history in front of me, but I think it was called the Tallahassee Area Problem Pregnancy Services. Okay. I think that was the and, name of the taps.
0: And it started mm-hmm. right when when Roe, when Roe was first passed. Was res- so, so from this what was- I
2: understand. I'm okay. probably not the best person to speak to the history <laughs> of the Phi Center, but um, I have read the history. Um, okay. it's, it's there, so this is from my poor memory, um, and so they started, I, from what I understand, um, providing diapers and and basic needs and then it began to grow and so they began to add services right. um, to what we do now and we you know I don't even know that I've Well, answered here, here's the
0: thing as I say this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant mm-hmm. life and well and I'm all about the dream mm. and so right. somewhere back there 74 75 somewhere in there mm. somebody had a dream that's right and and uh, and if Evidently, it was a response to this horrible thing that had just happened. So I, obviously, I was alive during those days. I was in in the Navy at the time, so I wasn't exactly up on the news. (laughs) We were, we were out on a carrier somewhere, Mm -hmm. but, but, uh, I know that that was a, uh, interesting time for the church. And I'm talking about the church overall. How to deal with this? Because this this is like a slap in the face to anybody who believes in life or the sanctity of life. To all of a sudden have this, the Congress pass or the or the Supreme Court pass this law that says, "Hey, just go out and just it's okay to kill babies." Yep. -hmm. And and let's just face it, that's what we're doing here. And so and so somebody back there in that history just felt that tug in their heart and they started something yep. and of course it, it, it's always a, a interesting thing somebody who started something and they look 30 years down the road and they go wow look what happened here because somebody had a dream exactly. and, they, and they followed that dream so everything that you've described to us already that the five center is doing is a direct result of somebody who followed through on a dream and just i have this saying i say on the show a lot I said, how do you launch a dream? Mm. I said, well, you put one foot in front of the other. Exactly right. And and you just follow the Holy Spirit. Because if, if it's wrong, he'll show you it's wrong. And he'll 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 he'll, he'll do things uh, I say this. I said whenever you you follow God, it always ends up being more fun than you ever thought possible. Yep. <laughs> so yes. so here we are. Here on this radio show, we're talking about the fire center that somebody had a dream of. Mm-hmm. You're touching lives all over the Big Bend area, of Florida, and probably even further than that. And uh, Jeremy and I were talking about this earlier. This is the ripple effect of that is tremendous. Now, here's a really cool thing. Listen to this audience. Patty was in what was it? Uh, Thailand, right?
2: We were in Bangladesh and India, and then Thailand.
0: Yes. Okay, now long it, there was a there was more that happened. I mean, there's there's a process got through, but God mm-hmm. brought you all the way from Thailand, mm-hmm. <laughs> brought you to Tallahassee, Florida. Correct. A woman uniquely qualified to do the job that you're doing. Only God could do something like that.
2: I don't know that I would say that I'm qualified to be the CEO of the Phi Center. I think that God put me there. Um, Well, somebody
0: must have thought you were.
2: I'm qualified to be a nurse. I did do that. I have the degree there. But um, I think sometimes that, you know if we think about Moses I'm not sure Moses was qualified either and he he did
0: He didn't think he was no he did uh,
2: did let the Lord know that that he didn't think he was but the Lord was like I I get it I know you're not qualified but I'm going to make you I'm going to put you in this position and let me just say I'm not comparing myself to Moses good grief I'm just talking about the lack of qualifications that's the commonality here when you
0: came to the fast center this was not your responsibility in the beginning no, it was hard to be
2: the. I was hired to be a nurse and a client advocate at the time. Okay. Yes, and then that job changed and morphed um, as well. And
0: now, do and, you have another nurse that stepped in, or are you still you do both roles now?
2: We do not have a nurse currently. We have a volunteer starting with us to help us with ultrasounds. So I currently do all of our ultrasounds as well, which okay. is a huge task. Um, there, there there, was one day recently I did five in a row And so it takes a lot of time mm-hmm, To mm-hmm. do that But I will say Our staff is qualified We're certified to do what we do And I, I have a, a certification In the ultrasound Limited ultrasound uh, Obstetric fetal um, Maternal fetal Limited obstetric <laughs> yeah. Maternal fetal that's, ultrasound that's I don't have say. the um, full title Sorry <laughs> no. um, And so, and we have social workers on staff, um, and li- we have a licensed uh, counselor, a social worker on staff. We have um, a music therapist on staff, um, and so I love that our team that God has put that team together right, um, right. and brought the the people with qualifications to be able to do the tasks that the Lord has given us mm-hmm. to do, and um, and so I think that that is amazing. Um, and if we can't, the, the beauty of that is if the Phi Center can't provide the needs, if they need housing or if they need um, support in a different way, we connect with other organizations mm-hmm. and have good relationships with other organizations, even the other two pregnancy centers in town. Um, we collaborate with them and refer back back and right. forth with them as well.
0: Right. Now let me ask you this now. Mm-hmm. We, we, we mentioned this earlier about information websites and, and all that sort of thing mm. this is a good place to put this out here because you mentioned that there's a need there to help fill this uh, where you were hired to do the ultrasounds and to say now you've taken on other roles too some volunteer nurses to come and help you with the ultrasounds would be just, just a thing right now.
2: Volunteer so nurses let, let, or sonographers, okay. yes.
0: So give out the information. How would somebody get in touch with you? Because it's a very good possibility there's a nurse out there that's listening to this that's been looking for a place to plug in yeah, so to, do, to volunteer. So tell them how they'd find you.
2: So our website is uh, org. So that's P-H-I-C-E-N-T-E-R.org. Or our number is 850-222-7177.
0: Okay, so it's centerorg Correct. That's probably easier for people to remember than the, the phone number. That's true, <laughs> yeah. yes. But, uh, <laughs> fi-center.org, and I'm assuming that if you go there that they'll find out all kinds of information about the Phi Center and how to contact you. Okay.
2: Correct. Yes, there are and, some uh, icons at the bottom uh, of the page. Because the ultrasound
0: is a very important aspect of your ministry, and I know it's that. Critical. Yes. Yeah, I've I've been uh, knowing the folks at a woman's pregnancy center for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been down there. They've they they've given me tours. I've had Jamie on the show. Right.
2: They did uh, great she's work. She's one
0: of my regular guests. that comes, yes. and so I've I've learned that how important that is mm-hmm. because. If a woman can see mm-hmm. her baby mm-hmm. it's very uh, much speaks about life yep. and a woman who perhaps was thinking about abortion very possibly would change mm-hmm. their mind and change their heart and that baby can live and not die.
2: And I had that That's conversation that. yesterday yeah mm-hmm, with the client, with so, a client. Yeah. yeah yeah that very conversation yeah. and we were able to measure that baby and tell her um, how far along um she is and and we had an amazing conversation about the Lord she asked we asked if we could pray for her we did she allowed that we even wrote list of songs and speakers and Bible apps and you know wow. we wow. laughed and cried and you know there was a it was a good it was a good moment yeah. but we still pray yeah. um, for her and so those it is critical um and I've seen it where, it's funny sometimes where the baby is jumping across the screen. I mean, and the mother is not able to feel the baby move yet. It's too early, but that baby is clearly visible wow. with all the parts and, you know, jumping across the screen. And so we will comment look at your baby that yeah. baby is jumping I'm not sure I'm going to be <laughs> able to get a measurement if the baby doesn't stay still for a minute and so they laugh and there's a connection yeah. there and yeah. they see that it is a yeah, child they say
0: that the odds I mean the, the maybe that's not the right word but the the response is is really phenomenal. I mean, like eighty five percent that changed their mind. I mean, it's it's really a, a very effective tool. Right. But now, are there certain requirements other than be just being a nurse? I mean, now, are we talking about REN or LPN, either or both? So an LPN or an RN could mm-hmm. come. So, do you have any other requirements for them?
2: I mean, I mean, we do trainings. I think I think the you know all the pregnancy centers would do that. Normal, uh, you know, we do training. Um, okay. They we would definitely want them to be pro-life okay. and, um, you know, a believer. Um, and then, you know, we would provide a certification okay. for them. Now, is there a certain amount through. of time
0: that they would want to commit? I mean, in other words, I'm saying if they come, you'd want them to be there at least an hour two hours or three hours or?
2: Probably a day, okay. um, a full day, a week, because for us to train someone in you know why is the you know ultrasound important that is such an important appointment it's um you know as a nurse in the hospital setting it's very different in that setting than it is in the pregnancy center world because the time of that appointment for an ultrasound at a clinic may be 10 to 15 minutes you know we might you, you might do an i was not a sonographer right so i I have a limited certification. I am a I am a real nurse. That's what RN stands <laughs> for, right? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Registered nurse. But right. um, so nurses n- are not normally trained in ultra in sonography. However, um, our parent organization provides a certification. And so, if we had a nurse or a sonographer that a sonographer would ne- would not need the sonography training but the nurse would and we okay. could provide that if they're willing to come and go through orientation to make it useful of our time right um if we pour into them and train them and then they're only available for an hour a week you know that that's awesome and we appreciate that right. and there's some volunteers where we do need that and that's that's helpful mm-hmm. um but in this case it would be beneficial to us for our time and and the training that we would okay. put for
0: but even for if to even, be there even if they're able it. to come for a, like a half a day
2: it's really one day a week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> really one day a week is really what we would okay, like.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, like I say, they're very, very possible that there's some yes. out there that are listening, and, and they'd love to be involved with something like that. But we
2: have other opportunities for yeah. other volunteers where that half a day or that um, we have a volunteer card that's very specific, and it asks them, you know, even prayer walking. Okay. If someone wants to just come do a virtual prayer walk or a prayer walk of our building, um, that can take as much time as they want. Okay. And that can be done whenever they want.
0: that's walking around the perimeter yes oh, yeah, so. we have
2: a prayer walking guide that we utilize and we give that to them and they are able to come to the building or they can do it virtually okay. and so it gives them very specific ways to pray and very specific scriptures of course okay. they can pray however right. but um that is another thing that we need volunteers to do so okay. from prayer walking to working in our stork room and um you know organizing donations that's a huge task something Um, tells
0: me that a dark room has something to do with diapers yes uh, (laughs) (laughs) formula
2: it is it is is a huge room it is a huge room downstairs I would say if I estimated around 800 square feet it's a big room wow you know we have to clean our building Uh, you know i i do ultrasounds i I am the ceo but i am not too good to scrub toilets and so if there's a toilet needs scrubbed then dishes to wash we do that too and so um cleaning our building um any kind of maintenance if there's a handyman out there that can help us with things fundraising we always need help with that grant writing um there's also administrative tasks but one of the major ones, besides ultrasounds, that we need right now is a client advocate, someone to help us with classes and really interact with those clients. And um, so, if people have time a to
0: client put, advocate, a client
2: advocate, yes,
0: that sounds like a very important position. Yes, <laughs> I mean, you, and you mentioned it has to do with classes. So, are we talking about somebody who would coordinate the classes?
2: Um, so. They wouldn't have to do anything but support the woman while she's in the cl- The class curriculum is already there. Okay, We provide all of that, except for our, um, when I was mentioning breastfeeding a few minutes ago or earlier, um, we have other staff-led classes. We do trauma healing. We do, uh, for trauma-informed care, okay. people that walk through trauma and grief. Uh, we do um, reproductive loss support, okay. like for miscarriage, abortion, infertility, and infant death. And um, we also do music therapy classes. We do um, that so that we have her playing guitar and doing baby classes and they sing and all of that. So some of the staff led classes um, are specific to certain staff. Okay. Um, and but there are clients, if there's clients out there that love music, they can come be involved in Even that.
0: the client advocates that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is this one person who would oversee all of these different areas or would they actually be one of the teachers?
2: so they would they would help facilitate the classes yes and they could answer the phones they could help in uh, do intakes with clients and help do lower c counseling not big c professional counseling but lower c i'm hearing you listen to their story counseling and so that's uh, that's many of the things so the facilitate
0: the the classes that means they're helping to plan curriculum's there okay
2: and they would uh, be in the classroom with the clients okay. and um, they would facilitate the class. They would um, look at the homework, give them the baby bucks, take them downstairs to shop, okay. ask them how they're doing, make any announcements that we have going on. Um, and really kind of listen to them listen okay. to the moms there may be a need that mom shares there may be something so so,
0: so say, this person wouldn't necessarily be the teacher they just make sure to actually to mm-hmm. like lead the class kind of MC right. the class That's exactly and then, right. and then uh, so then the teacher comes in and teaches and the teacher doesn't have to do all those other things the now can this be like with several people doing this or are you looking for just one person
2: so we would love to have multiple client advocate volunteers okay, okay. i would love that and that do amazing. you have
0: some now that are, are we doing it?
2: um we really are struggling with that we okay. have a lot of volunteers but most of them are not in the capacity of, of that type of commitment okay and so a client advocate someone who works directly with clients um, would require them to go through training just like our staff uh, would
0: This go is a little training. bit more time consuming. It is a little bit yeah. more time
2: consuming. But there are people out there that are looking for one or two days a week to yeah, volunteer. Because sometimes
0: when people retire, sure. I, I hear this. They, they, mm-hmm. they retire and all of a sudden they're, they're bored.
2: That's right. <laughs> and
0: uh, yes. they go, What can I do? Well, here we go. Uh, yes, and, uh, exactly. But now, uh, what kind of skills would you need this person to have?
2: Um, they need to have a relationship with the Lord and love the Lord and be growing in their relationship with him. Um, I would love for them to be a part of a local body of, 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 of church. Okay. And uh, we have a, um, a volunteer application and we would do an interview process with them to make sure that we're a good fit for them and that, you know, that the task that they're volunteering yeah, for, they, that they want to have some, some
0: people skills and probably some sure. pretty good communication sure. skills sure, and sure, that sure. sort of thing. And uh, sure. I mean, if you're an introvert, you probably wouldn't fit real well in that type of a... Role.
2: I thought that depends. I mean, we have introverts on staff, yeah. Really? There are, and they do great. Yeah. Um, I think because sometimes that one-on-one, you know, listening uh-huh. where clients come in and their life might be chaotic. We have that all the time. Yeah. And like I said, we have five years or yeah. more to spend with these yeah. people to see them multiple times over the years. Watch those babies grow. We see them take their first steps. Mom may have a crisis come up, and we are there to listen. And so, introvert, extrovert. There's really uh-huh. not. A skill person well,
0: I know one guy that's not an introvert, and that's Jeremy right here.
2: <laughs> it's not. Neither one of us are. We, we've we've
0: discovered that already.
1: Well, I was also going to add that another big piece of this is their intentional gospel presentation, um, and so everything that they do from the CEO all the way down to the volunteers is be very intentional about both presenting and living out the right. gospel.
0: Right, right. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yes, that's exactly right. Because one of the roles they're going to be playing is is helping people to relax and just be Mm -hmm. comfortable. Exactly. Especially if they're coming into a new setting that they're not familiar with. Yep. you you really want to be able to help people to just feel comfortable being there.
1: When you ask what the qualifications were, my first thought was the fruit of the Spirit. Uh If they can Mm -hmm. have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control – those are the things that yeah. that uh, are going to be helpful in those situations.
0: I like this. I told you he was an introvert.
2: <laughs> you no, know, he is not an <laughs> no, introvert. No, no. Yeah, but he's right. I think yeah. that um, you know that's that's a something that all of us have. Um, do we live all that out every day? I'm not sure. I do, but it's it's something to. It's a it's a standard in which uh, Christ has given us um, right. that those fruit this well, one thing
0: I could tell so, already just from from what you've said uh, you all are not shy when it comes to your faith and, no, and, and the gospel absolutely I mean, not and then uh, I know when talking to Jamie Brown a lot of times they're they're not pushing it on people but you you open the door they're going to step in and uh,
2: well one thing that is very important to me because of the ministry that I did when we lived overseas for 14 years So often I would see people who have eyes that are open and ears that are open walking around, but their face was just hollow and lifeless. Uh And I wanted them to know and walk away. I remember sitting in bars in Thailand with girls crying, pouring their hearts out. Um, and they, they really had never heard that they were created in the image of an Mm -hmm. almighty God, unique, that if we were to draw a timeline on a wall and start with Adam and Eve in that garden and put the historical figures along the way and then put them on that timeline, there would be never one like them that's ever been or will be in the future. They are that unique because our God is that creative and he is that bold in his love for his people and his love for his creation. And with that, to sit in in the bar in thailand to an ultrasound you know room in the phi center or a counseling room or a classroom when maybe the class was about tantrums but the conversation needed to be about did you know that you have value value that I can't give you value that I can't take from you because you are an image bearer of an almighty God who loves you and who knew that you would be in this room today and you were meant to be here today do you know that you were meant to hear that today do you hear me
0: (laughs) when I say that
2: (laughs) and so we want everyone to know that they have value and what that means and so when they enter our building from the paint on the wall to whatever we do or say we want them to leave the chaos of the world and to come into a place that's welcoming a place where we see them and we want them to know i told the girl yesterday i said do you know that god sees you he sees you amen he sees you and so if we can express that to each person no matter if they're in the stork room, having a meltdown or whatever is going on in their life, the world has many voices that compete for our allegiance. Mm. But there's only that one still small Amen. voice, and it's it it. It, it it takes some calm and and a, and a moment to go. Okay, I hear it. Amen. I hear Let it.
0: Let me just tell the radio audience uh, this. Uh, <laughs> This is good. You're, you're you're right on it right there. This is uh, these folks are from the Fife Center. Our our Patty is and uh, Patty Tidwell, She's the director of the Fife Center here in town. We've been talking about this, this and uh, their background is pretty interesting. And what you just heard her talk about. Can you just imagine her saying those things in the red light district in Thailand? <laughs> and uh, that's what she was doing before they came to Tallahassee. We're gonna talk about that. Right after we come back from a little break here where we're going to play a little Southern Gospel, and we say, You know, Pastor King, he's got to get the music in here. <laughs> this is the Booth Brothers. It's called I Am the Lamb.
1: And i never be alone anymore.
0: Amen. That's the Booth Brothers here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show, and uh, I thought that'd go real well with Palm Sunday. This is a Palm Sunday, and of course, uh, next Sunday will be Easter. We'll be doing my uh, regular uh, Easter show. I always do that on Easter. I always do a show that's just all about the crucifixion and things, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, um, I enjoy doing it. I hope that you will enjoy the broadcast. I hope you enjoy the broadcast today with our guest, uh, uh, Patty and Jeremy Tidwell. We'll get back to those in just a moment. A couple things I want to tell you. First of all, I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry here in Tallahassee, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We love visitors. Come worship with us. We start 1105. It's our start time. You can find us on the web frcm.us Also, if you want to listen to this broadcast again or share it with a friend, you can find it on the podcast. It's podcast number one thousand one hundred sixteen. You type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee. It'll come up, and it'll probably be the featured one for this week. And so uh, you can enjoy it again, or let say share it with a friend. Also, don't forget, every Saturday night, 7 o'clock here on 94.1, it's the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. As I say, the best music on the planet. We crank it up <laughs> and have a good time. So the five Center uh, has an announcement it's April 21st at uh, 6 p.m at the Dunlap Champions ball, a club ballroom at FSU. Tell us about that, Patty.
2: So every year we have a banquet okay. and uh, we have a banquet for a few reasons. One is just to encourage people uh, to come out and support us, but also just to remind us of why we do what we do. Uh, this year. Um, our banquet is called Beginning and Beyond. And that's kind of, a in a nutshell, oh, yes. what we do from huh. beginning and beyond. Wow. Um, and it is going to be held uh, April 21st, 6 p.m. at the Champions Club Ballroom at FSU. And our keynote speaker is Gianna Jessen. Um, she is a survivor of a failed abortion. She's spoken before Congress wow. a few times and has an incredible story. And so I'm really excited to hear her uh, share with us her message of, okay. of hope. Sounds and, great. <laughs> yes. And so we would love for people to come there. Uh, from a radio perspective, um, the best way to um, to register for this is probably to email us at info at okay, or to call, our, um, to call our office number 850-222-7177, which can be found on our website, um, that phone number is there as well. That email address is there as well. Okay. Um, and then we would help people register. And it's the
0: FICenter.org?
2: FICenter.org, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just thinking that people driving down the road or whatever, that's probably what they're going to remember the yes. best. Ficenter. Is Ficenter.org. FICenter.org. Um
2: The information for the banquet is not necessarily on there, but the information on how to get in touch with us okay. is. Okay. And so.
0: And, and let me say this two or three times. Org 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 people always get confused whether yes. it's org or, or com so i'm yes. kind of getting that into mind yes. if it's org if right. it, generally if they can get that they can get the rest yeah. of it that's right or they so. could
2: just google pregnancy help and information center or fi center okay. um, and okay. that will come up as well and they can find now
0: us. there are some uh, fees here that we probably need to let them know yes
2: the tickets are 25 dollars per person um there are a few tables that have been sponsored already so if someone okay. has a financial burden and still wants to come that is perfectly fine or if they just want to sit at a table that's already been sponsored. They can request that um, and that m- might be a possibility. Otherwise the tickets are $25 per person, but there's options to purchase a table. We still have a few tables uh, left that are able um, that are available to purchase as well as sponsorship levels.
1: Okay. And the
2: sponsorship levels um, gain features of advertising and other spotlights for that person or organization that they may have. Um, like if someone's a realtor in town or if they have a business and they want to be f- featured or if it's just a family that wants to, to sponsor um, this, their sponsorship levels of 500 a $1,000
0: $2, okay. and $2,500. So, so now, make sure I understand this correctly. Everybody pays a $25. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the tables are sponsored then they still have to pay the $25. No, that, that covers the $25. No, if they
2: can yeah. if they want to. That'd right. be great. It is a fundraiser.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
2: <laughs> just throw it out uh, but there. But just, just
0: a clarification. In other words, if yes. you're sitting at a, a sponsored table, then your $25 is taken care of. That's correct. But you can donate it if you if you so desire. That's true, okay. yes. It's always good to see clarification. Yeah. so it sounds like a great event. And of course, the Champions Club is at the stadium. That's where that's at. Correct. Yeah, I think I've been there before. Okay, sounds like a great time. So they get
2: a meal, and so you know, twenty five dollars is about what somebody would pay if they went to you know Outback or some other local restaurant. So they get a meal, and they have um, a speaker. We're going to have some music also, and and so it will be a good time.
0: It sounded like a great time of fellowship, too, and perhaps get to meet some folks that uh, maybe you know or you don't know or maybe you haven't seen for a while or whatever. I always enjoy that. I know the Gideons used to have banquet. I think it was in that same place. And I just see people that I don't ever see anywhere else.
1: And a beautiful view.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, is this the one that you look at? Look out on the stadium. Yes, uh, on the, that on the, is correct. Okay, That I have not been in that one. Okay, the one that I went to was a different room. But I have been in stadiums like that. That is pretty cool. Yep, it, is. it <laughs> is. Well,
2: you'll have to come and join us, so you can see and say that you have been there. So <laughs> there you go, Pastor Jack. You're welcome to join us. Hint, hint.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you know what, and I, and I do from time to time. But when you do a radio show where you have a featured guest every week, right? I, I had to. Early on, that I can't keep up with all that. I completely understand. That's why. Yeah, you go and do do it and do it well, (laughs) and then I'll do what I do right here. But but sometimes I do, and and I enjoy uh, being involved in the community. Mm -hmm. But uh, the thing is, is that we have so ministry, so many wonderful ministries in Tallahassee many of them people have never heard of before yep. and we get a chance to feature them here on, on the broadcast and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this show so much and occasionally uh, I'll do a show just by myself but I don't prefer that because I want this show to be about the community and yep. and I really don't want it to be about me but uh, right. you know we whenever. appreciate
2: this opportunity it's a great well, opportunity I'm
0: just happy so. to have you and of course you know it took me probably five maybe six phone calls to track you down oh dear that's sorry. okay because I do that every week. That's just that's just part of what I do.
1: Well, don't try to text her because she did. She's not good at answering text either. Oh dear! But oh, now, dear. other so people are,
0: are just anything? the opposite. <laughs> there are other people.
1: Maybe uh, I'm just
2: not good at answering texts. I, <laughs> I love you, honey. I love yeah.
0: you. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, Logan George. I, he's gonna, I'm gonna pick on him. He, he's a he's a minister at. Uh, North Florida Christian. Okay, but we've known each other for years, but back when I was just starting a ministry that I do, which is Christian Youth Ministers International, and I, I, I work with young people a lot, I wanted to get a hold of him. He would not call me, but I left voicemails. Found somebody said, "Well, you want to get a hold of the young people? Then you got to text them." Well, I didn't even know how to text, <laughs> so I learned how to text and send him a text. Well, when they came to be on the show, he brought his wife with him. And she looked at him and she says, You mean to tell me this man learned how to text just to text you? <laughs> hey, that's funny. <laughs> she that's thought funny. that was hilarious.
2: That's great. But uh, that's so
0: great. now I do text now. So, I okay, mean, well, if you ever good. need to get in touch with it, actually, okay. it's, it's a good way because I don't always have my phone on me. Mm-hmm. But if I see the text, I do respond to people. And my right. son accuses me of not returning
1: my calls. But <laughs> well, when we were in India, my grandparents, who at the time were in their late 70s, uh, early 80s, my dad bought them a computer for the sole purpose of them being able to email us. And so my grandmother, who had never typed oh before my. in her entire life, she learned how to kind of henpeck at the keys. Right? We'd get an email, it'd be all caps, no punctuation, but you know the the love was in the emails.
0: So. Isn't that something? Yeah. Now, how long have y'all been back in 2018, did you say? Yes, sir. What was the cell phone situation at that time? Could, could you could you call America on your cell phone?
1: By 2018, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. we had you could use uh, what are oh, called Facebook. voiceover IP uh, uh, phones, and so you, it's it's all internet based. It doesn't cost anything. I, I did it through Google. I'd call my mom and dad on my way to work in the morning. It'd be nighttime really? here, yeah. really there. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. And
2: there's apps called yeah. like WhatsApp, mm-hmm. um, which is very good for international. And in fact, I have a friend. That's in Singapore that texted me earlier today. I have to send her a voice message and I said, do you still have your WhatsApp account? So there's there's apps to do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, My daughter was a traveling nurse in Alaska. She was a gnome and she'd be riding her bicycle to work. Uh, wasn't very far because and it would be, be that break you know you'd be, be, be talking and then you say something to her and then she says something to you and it's like yeah. a little break there
1: mm. <laughs> yeah Rich, I mean we I did very, that at the, the very first India, day there was a Yahoo, Yahoo voice chat yeah and, and it was like a old CB radio yes. so you would have to I mean, something push like that. the yeah. space yeah. key and yeah. talk and then yeah. let go and then they could talk and yeah. that was What's you
0: exactly? had to get used to that yeah, and she'd, sure. be, she'd be just be paddling along okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's talking to me and I'm going but you get used to it after a while it's, it's kind of kind of unusual type of thing yeah,
2: so we've seen technology morph and change
0: but i think it's fascinating you shared with with me before we went on the air that uh, before you left highland you were trying to establish a pregnancy center there in the city that where you were correct it didn't get finished but it's 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 ongoing and and, and i think you told me that it's, it's up and running now
2: um it is close um so in the red light ministry started um in the lord led myself and one other colleague to open that in 2011 okay early 2011 and then um so we did that for many years and around 2000 i had um breast cancer in 2016 and when we went back to the field after my cancer treatments um, and all of the surgeries and all those things, um, I f- just felt like okay, I really want to open a pregnancy center. I just felt led to do that because um, in a Buddhist culture women we asked them questions. we did a survey of 100 people that's a long story but we asked many questions and one of them was have you ever known anyone that had an abortion? Um, and they said, oh, yeah, we've all had abortions, three or four. And we have to go to the temple, to the Buddhist temple, to make merit or good karma or good deeds. That's all kind of synonyms um, right, of one right. another to outweigh the bad, you know, because the spirits of the babies haunt us. Oh, my. Those were their words, yeah. not my words. Right. Okay. And so the trauma that these women had walked through, apart from that, and then the efforts that they're making day after day to rid themselves of the trauma that they were experiencing through what they said were the spirits of the babies and so i felt like i can't unhear that i can't not respond to what they've just told me right and so we began to pray as a team and a lot of things were happening with our organization at the time. Um, lots of changes, and people were moving out of our city for various reasons. And and that's a whole lot long longer story. But um, me and a couple of colleagues that were left were like, we're going to pursue this, and not to close down the ministry to those women or men, but to extend. Um, We just found that there was so much trauma that they had walked through, and could we provide a place to help them with their children? Mm -hmm. So often the children are in other countries being raised by, if the person is Burmese, or if they're from Laos, or from northern Thailand, or there's cultural and government issues with all of that, then a lot of times they're in the city, but their child lives four hours north in the mountains, and they haven't seen that child wow. in three years Wow! because they can't afford to get back, right. um, and so it's, it's a complicated situation, yeah. but yes, we were ready to open a pregnancy center, and um, my husband walks through the door and says, I feel Lord, the Lord leading us back to the States, and I was just heartbreaking, uh-huh. <laughs> but... Um, I did see um, through a message that um, one of the colleagues that we worked with um, on the field, she had agreed to take over the ministry when I left. Um, they are... Uh, in the process of opening okay. uh, soon. Well, that's that's exciting,
0: news. To, it it it's, it's exciting news. It is very exciting twenty We're 23 now, so we're looking at about five years. Mm-hmm. And about four, four and a half, yeah. yeah. But now, here's an interesting thing that you've mentioned this, you know, the, the red light district, which mm-hmm. we know what that's all about. That's not what you went to a, a Thailand for, right?
2: No, um, they had asked Jeremy to come and work in the finance department. Okay. And that, that's a whole long story too. And so our, our role, um, role for the women was, was mainly, um, kind of an open door an open okay. um, like a clean platform,
0: so it, so say. the organization that you were with mm-hmm. they were they were bringing Jeremy as like the missionary is that, uh, am I understanding this right? we were both yes.
2: missionaries we both yeah. had to yeah. go through the same training yeah. we both um, but, had
0: to but he had a, a p- specific assignment exactly. but the
2: assignment was specific to him right. yes so
0: for you it's kind of like where's God leading here? That's exactly right. and so this is where God led you? it is go, and had, were you by yourself when you first went or do you have a team that went with you?
2: um to Thailand?
0: No, down to that district.
2: So um, myself and another uh, colleague felt the Lord leading us at the same time.
0: But it, you felt safe doing this. So I just find this to be yes, fascinating. I don't,
2: you know, there's only been a few times in the 14 years that we lived overseas. And, I, and when I say few, I mean maybe two, uh-huh. where I felt not fear. I never felt fear. I felt mm, caution, like, I need to get out of this situation uh-huh, right um, or this situation is about to turn if uh, you know right in a different direction right. now, let, let but have, i never felt unsafe
1: specifically for this area where she was working was actually a very touristy area oh really and so you know it, it to, to see american faces was not
0: okay because that was my next not question, not right. question to you mm-hmm. as the husband right <laughs> when she told me when she told you this is what she wanted mm-hmm. to do and what was your first response?
1: I can't help you with that, uh, but I can support you. But, but
0: you, didn't, you didn't have any concerns about her safety. No, sir. Okay. No, sir. Okay. But yeah, that's what yeah. you just said. Kind of brings a different light to it. Mm-hmm. So basically, you 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 go out here and you're just meeting these women and. Introducing yourself and building relationships, and
2: we had an entire strategy plan, and we learned things the hard way. I think the the simple beginning was I said no. There's actually a video that our organization did um, years ago about our team, and in that video, I said the same thing. You know, it's uh, that I said no. I'm like, Lord, no, I am not. I don't have this in my background. I don't relate to them. I'm not your person. Um, I don't (laughs) want to do this. And that did not go well and get me very far. And so the other colleague um, also had the same kind of leading. Um, Our husbands talked and were like, y'all need to talk about this. We didn't know that each other were kind of experiencing this leading uh, to do this ministry. And we met and we began to prayer walk okay. um and that's where we began and we began prayer walking and we also began by contacting other organizations who had some knowledge or were beginning to do or had been doing um you know if you're if you're looking at anti-trafficking ministry then there's usually i mean this is kind of antiquated terminology a little bit but the prevention, the intervention, the aftercare. So there were people that were working on the prevention side. There were people that were sometimes working in the, not many in the intervention. That's the face-to-face, which is what we ended up primarily doing. And some that did aftercare, getting people out, the safe houses, that kind of thing. So we went to these people, any organizations that we need that were already established a little bit and we're trying to evaluate where's the Lord leading us? We don't want to reinvent the wheel. We're not going to come in with, you know, uh, as know it alls, right? We know nothing about what we're doing in this. In this, we knew about ministry. Right. We knew about ministry. We knew about living in the field. Um, we knew the culture, but we did not know this area right, of ministry. Right. And so, we needed to be learners. We okay. needed to be um, taught, and we needed to gather wisdom. And so, we did a lot of that. We right. went to talk to people. What's the what are the, Tell us all the mistakes you made, so right, we don't right. make them. And we did learn a few things the hard way. That colleague moved back to the States after a year, and then um, I continued to lead the team right. after that. And so, um, you so, know, God God really worked. It was, it was amazing, amazing. So in years. that area,
1: one of the main kind of entry points and facades was massage parlors. Okay. Uh, and that was kind of the front. And so... They spent a good bit of time in the massage parlors, making connections, making relationships. They would go in and teach English classes, really, uh, and and as part of that kind of not not contract, but as part of that agreement, they would come in and teach English classes, but also teach the Bible. Okay, uh, and so here you've got these ladies who have been trafficked from all over that that area in Asia, um, hearing the gospel. Okay. hearing the Bible. Well,
0: so, so I, I'm, I'm glad we've asked these questions because you're giving us a picture of what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. so, so it wasn't just you were just going along and just meeting these people who were standing on the street corner
2: Sometimes you, you did yeah, some of that, but we, too, had a, but we had a strategy. Yes, yeah. because I think when you we felt very led into the intervention side of things. We did dip our toes into the prevention and we did get a couple of girls out and do some aftercare, too. So but primarily intervention face to face. And when we would go to a massage parlor, we began to prayer walk. And as we went into a massage parlor, we are legitimate customers. I don't want anything from them. We would always get a foot massage and you're like, Oh, well, that must be nice. A missionary living in Thailand, getting foot massages. Okay. Well, <laughs> these were not nice, always nice places. Number one. Number two, we did foot massages for a reason so that I can look at them face to face. And I have, I'm a legitimate customer that yeah. wants nothing from them. I want to talk to them. And I want to share hope with Mm. them. And it was really that simple. So, as we began to do that, we would go back to the same places. We would see these familiar faces. Build
0: relationships. Yeah. Build relationships
2: with them. And over time, you know, we would ask them about them.
0: Uh Sure. Sure. Like,
2: tell me about yourself. And as we did that, they asked us, can you come back and teach us English? And I'm not an English teacher, right? But we were like, okay, sure. So, we agreed to do that and in the process we would teach them english like real english like this is a shoe this is how you cook this is you know like real english and then the other half of the class would be um in thai and we would teach the bible stories in thai and so um through that built classes all over. Wow! At different. So you got bars, a lot of different sizes, did you? Uh huh. Actually, no. We really didn't. <laughs> we really didn't. Wednesday. <laughs> he I'm, had 10 times more foot massages than I did I'm playing but <laughs> and not had, not at illegitimate places you were that talking were about, decent um, places but
1: you're talking about technology earlier so one of the cool things is that we would have volunteer teams from the states come over obviously they don't speak Thai uh-huh. uh, but one of the things that they did was they would we would give the volunteers some some old phones that we had that we would load with uh, videos gospel videos in Thai uh-huh. and so as the woman is doing the foot massage, the volunteer would say, is it OK if I show you a video? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, of course, you're, you're there for 30 minutes. What else is she going to do? And so they would hold the phone and let them as as they're doing the massage, let the 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 uh, the Thai lady watch the video and so that was a very effective strategy. We, we
2: also had. handed out SD cards. When you're talking about technology, too, Jeremy was another one that this is one way that he did help us. But he would load those um, movies, the Jesus film. There's another 19 minute video that I think was done by New Tribes. Don't quote me on that, or YWAM. It was either YWAM or New Tribes, and it was a 19 minute, very well done video of creation to Christ. Um, and
0: they just put that on their phone. We the, would put
2: the, two the, gigs of material on an SD card and show them how to put it in their right, phone. Right, right. And then they could have it. And wow. it, was, it was the full Bible in their language. Um, the audio Bible, the written Bible, wow. um, it had a bunch of stuff on it, and then teach them how to listen, and then we would go follow up with them and say, "Hey, you know, were you able to listen or watch or whatever?" But sometimes it was just simply listening to them, mm-hmm. and yeah, and telling them the same thing I tell well, people. But at a lot Dubai of these center. girls
0: that you're talking about here, these these are have been trafficked. In other words, Traffed, they yes, they weren't are by their own choice. That's correct.
2: Some yeah. were, some were not.
0: And so you you're you're coming in. You're building friendships with mm-hmm. them. They're seeing you as a ray of hope. That's right. For, for whatever they're hope they're hoping for a change in their life. Sure. Obviously.
1: And that's uh, one thing that I think we learned overseas is if you, if you come up to a woman like that and talk about um, talk about Jesus died for your sins, that it does not communicate what you're trying to communicate to them because they don't understand it. So there's this whole story that has to be built up. That's wonderful. And so what Patty and her team would do is start with the idea of love because these are women and men who have never truly been loved before, Wow! right? They're in the business that they're in, but there's never been love there. Amazing! And so that was very powerful. (laughs) Yeah, we
2: encountered a lot of the trans community, the LGBTQ community, um, and just to also... Tell them the same thing that we tell everyone at the Phi Center that I don't know what your dreams are. Amen. That you have value. Unfortunately, you have value it's in time God For us
0: to go to well, actually, it's fortunate yes. we get to we get to pray. But uh, <laughs> before we go, before I do that, just remind me Friday, April the uh, twenty first, six yes. p.m. Go to their website, uh, Phi Center. .org, yes. Get the phone number. Check it out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity just to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. And Lord God, I just pray for the Fire Center and mm, this yes. ministry. God bless it. We pray in Jesus' name. We pray of our community. We pray, Father God, for your kingdom that will grow and expand. And Father God, we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel and around the world. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's been great Amen. to have you guys on the show. Thank you, Thank you for coming. You. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.